Hello there. I'm so happy that you decided to join me for my morning coffee. My name is Megan Buggy of Megan and Company, and I help entrepreneurs build their business through digital advertising. I primarily focus on Facebook and Instagram ads, landing pages, and course creation. I know your time is valuable and life is busy. So I'm creating mini podcasts each week to share different topics with you for inspiration and to help you grow. So today we have Desiree Silva with us from Keeping It Social. I'm going to let her introduce um, herself and what she does and tell you a little bit about how she got started. Yeah, so thank you so much for having me, Meg. It was great um, connecting with you. Um, A little bit about me. So after interning in 2017 for the Walt Disney Company, um, I went and interned originally for marketing. So my whole whole background for school was supposed to be one business management and then also biology for um, to become a doctor. So that was like my main role. I was going to school to become a doctor. Like that was my career path. Um, And then I interned with the Walt Disney Company in marketing. And after attending there, I came back and I made my parents so mad and I changed my major. Like, I was like, I'm sorry. Being a doctor isn't in my, like, in my dreams. Like, I do not want to become a doctor. Like, I did it mainly for them. Um, So when I came back, I was like, I want to do marketing. Like, this is what I love to do. I experienced it and I want to keep doing it. So after that, um, I landed a few marketing roles. um, And after working in corporate for a few years, I didn't see a lot of women CEOs or really women in higher up positions. Um, In my in my departments, it was always just me and a few others that were women. And then it was just mainly like dominated by the men. (laughs) And so after like being involved in that and just seeing that like there was no room for growth for most of the women in my department, um, even there were women that were there for like 15 plus years and they just hadn't moved up. I just thought it was so ridiculous. And I decided to venture off and create my own business called Keeping It Social. And then since then, um, I've been doing it ever since. We started in December of 2019, so really in the height of the pandemic. <laughs> if that's not a great time to see whether or not you're going to do your business, if it's going to succeed, then I don't know what is because <laughs> it was a struggle, trust me. Um, towards the During the pandemic, we managed to help 10 entrepreneurs, 10 plus. Um, some of them were smaller companies. Most of them were women-owned. So it was like a dream of mine to help women in the industry and, and really help them from closing their doors. Because, you know, as everybody's seen since the height of the, the pandemic, um, a lot of women and a lot of business owners just in general, they were closing their doors because they weren't able to transition into the online space and serve their customers online, especially when cities were closing down and everything like that. So um, being able to help them and keep them from closing their, their doors and still service their customers was just like a huge honor for me. And, and yeah, so keeping it social, we've been doing it since 2019 and we're going on three years in November strong. (laughs) Nice. Okay. So, um, you had gone to school, um, to become a doctor, then you pivoted and did marketing, Um, I love, like, I love that you followed your passion. I think that, um, 
you know, by doing that, I mean, a lot of people wouldn't make that kind of choice, right? But, like, mm-hmm. it's so inspiring when people are like, this is what I want to do, and they make it happen. Um, yeah. So, like you said, you started your business um, kind of in the height of the pandemic. So, like, when starting your business, what were some of the struggles that you had um, experienced and some of the challenges you overcame? Yeah, so it was my, I mean, I don't have any family members that were business owners. So really, I quit my job and I dove head first, <laughs> not knowing that, you know, we're like, everybody was going to get hit with a financial burden. Um, so with that being said, I didn't really have anybody to mentor me or teach me like, hey, this is what you do. This is how you file your taxes. This is how you um like create a business plan so really google was my best friend (laughs) in the early startup days uh figuring out how to create like a business plan how to pitch my ideas how to even go on sales calls was something that was really um difficult for me i got super nervous on my original discovery calls and i wish i could have recorded the beginning ones because i want to see how much i've grown since then but yeah I feel like thank you so much for those who gave me a chance because I know like my elevator pitch, my services, like they were all scrambled because I did not know really how I wanted to package this all up. And actually a little tidbit of like backstory, when I first started, I didn't start off as a marketing and management agency. I actually started off as a VA to kind of just feel around for like what I wanted to do. I know I didn't want to work um, in corporate. I know I wanted to um, travel and I wanted to have freedom of my own time. I just didn't know how I was going to get there. And I felt that being a virtual assistant would be my first like gateway into that. And so after my first few clients of doing admin work, I realized I hated managing calendars and <laughs> I hated sorting emails. So that was not it for me. And then slowly I started transitioning into social media and a lot of my clients started asking for help with content creation. And I mean, I had the background knowledge. I just didn't know if like I could do it on my own. You know, I was working with these big companies that were making um, that were helping, you know, big companies like Sony, like um, there's a little it's not a little, but there's like a little grocery store here and where I'm from in Texas. For all of you who are in Texas, you all know what I'm talking about. Um, but it's a store called H-E-B. And, you know, they were like helping them with Facebook ads and everything like that. And so really, I didn't know how to do it from scratch. I just really was just kind of mentoring them and telling them, hey, this is how you optimize your account. This is like how you um, can get more leads. But I wasn't like setting up the campaigns like from scratch. I wasn't doing any of that. So really investing in myself is the first thing that I did. And it's like it was the best decision. So I I honestly can say like if there's anybody who is like on the fence about investing in a course to help educate you and push you forward, definitely invest in that because that's really what helped me figure out how to create, like I said, a business plan, um, talk, create like my, my, um, my packages and decipher like how much I want to charge and everything like that. Because really, I feel like when people start off and they're like starting off maybe with a service-based business, it's hard to figure out how much you're worth. (laughs) A lot of people are used to working a nine to five and, and, you know, the corporate world telling them that they're worth $12 an hour or $10 an hour. And that's just not true. And when you become an entrepreneur, you set your own prices and you and you tell yourself what you're worth. And so really figuring that out has been like a whole journey in itself. But yeah, I would definitely say like to go back to your question, definitely invest in 
and tools and resources so that you can further your career and teach you um, what you don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I love that you started uh, as a general VA because I think that's so important. I think so many people do that. You don't know what you're passionate about until you've done it, right? Or what you're really good at until you've done a little bit of everything, right? So Mm -hmm. um, I love that you started out kind of general and like really narrowed down to what you wanted to do. Um, so in terms of, um, like for, since you're big on social media and stuff, like how would you tell somebody that wants to, um, like increase their leads, increase their, um, value online? Like what are the key things that they should be doing, um, to kind of get themselves out there and to get more business? Yeah, so the very first thing that I would say is to get consistent. And so, you know, what are the benefits of consistency? Well, with the benefits of consistency, you can, one, um, increase your brand awareness and your following. You know, you're posting every single day. People are seeing you um, more and more and more, and they have more of a of a chance to connect and, and really resonate with your, with your message. Um, the next thing I would say is um, that it can increase your engagement. You know, since you're already posting online, you could go on there, kind of scroll, see who's following you, maybe engage with them. Um, and also, like, by showing up consistency, it's been, you know, studies have shown all over, like, the Internet. Like, you can look on forums, you can look on um, mental health um, newsletters. And really, they say that if you show up consistently, you increase your quality of life because it's kind of like a empowerment movement, right? Like you're empowering yourself to show up consistently, not just for your business, but for you. And so it really like kind of helps shift your mindset. But, you know, what does showing up consistently mean? You know, if like my, what I say consistency looks like might look completely different to you, to my neighbor, to my spouse, to my family, you know, like showing up consistently looks so different to so many people. And really, first, the first thing that you need to kind of like do is just kind of take inventory of of where your audience is at. If you're like me or like anybody else, like there's a new platform that comes out, you want to dive head first and you want to like make that your new platform and just kind of be everywhere all the time. And really taking inventory of where your ideal clients are um, is going to kind of steer you in the right direction. You know, you don't have to be on all the platforms. Like for instance, with my business, Pinterest is probably the the platform that I never use. <laughs> it's not even one that I like really work with, but maybe for VAs, that would be like a place to get their ideal clients. Um, Facebook, Instagram, like LinkedIn, figure out like who's on there or even just figuring out like where your ideal target audience is and which platforms that they use and focus on just those platforms. You don't need to be where your ideal clients aren't, you know? Yeah. Um, aside from that, I would definitely say to figure how much time you can dedicate to creating content and really social media in general. So, I mean, the fastest way to get clients, I would say, is definitely social media. That's definitely where I started. Um, For instance, with my business, Facebook and Instagram were like the two places where I got the most clients. Um, And really, like I said, it really depends on like your niche, who who you're speaking to. um, And then you can hold on the platform of your choice. But then from there, you need to figure out how much time can you dedicate to creating content? Showing up consistently doesn't have to be five days a week and then 
and then sometimes on the weekends, no, it could be like one or two times a week. It could be three times a week. It could be, I would say probably more than two at least, but it can be, you know, two, three, four, five. You can show up every single day if you want, but really just deciphering how much time you can dedicate and be realistic with yourself. If you can't juggle like two platforms posting seven days a week, then don't do it. Be realistic, take inventory of where you are, where your followers are, and then create a plan and then stick to it. And be gentle with yourself. I mean, there's going to be some days where you just don't post, but don't let that affect your mentality and think that one day is like a disaster. Like you miss one day and then all of a sudden, like you're not consistent. Like that's it. You'll start next year. <laughs> that's exactly how I, how I felt when I was first starting was, you know, I'm, saying I'm a social media manager, but I'm not like consistently posting. While I was posting consistency consistently, it just wasn't seven days a week like other people. It was three times a week and that's perfectly fine. And I would miss one day and I'd feel like, oh, okay, now I gotta start next month. I'll just start next month and I'll start all over again. I'll be consistent. No, like that's okay. There's gonna be days where you don't post consistently and it's okay. Just pick up where you left off and keep going. You know, one that one day where you mess up shouldn't be like, shouldn't, what's the word that I'm trying to say? Shouldn't deter you from, say, from, yeah, posting. like say who you are, yeah, as a, as a business owner, you know, it doesn't tell, it doesn't, it doesn't make you that a business owner, you know, posting yeah. consistently does not make you a business owner. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, to post like on multiple platforms, like I know you can use like planning tools and stuff like that um, to make it easier. So like for me, I'll just use business manager and I post to Instagram and to um, Facebook at the same time. Um, what are your recommendations on that? Like, is it okay to recycle content on multiple platforms? Um, like what about using scheduling tools so that, you know, you're making one post and scheduling a scheduling across multiple platforms yeah so i would definitely say like if you're gonna choose facebook or instagram to as like your platform of choice definitely utilize um their tool that's on facebook um it's super easy to use and unlike say later or like hootsuite where you might have to press for a notification and then you have to do it manually you can just automatically uh, schedule it so definitely utilize that i would also recommend another tool called later for instagram stories so maybe you don't want to post stories can like you don't have time <laughs> you know to post five stories a day definitely utilize later to schedule some of your stories in advance um other than that there's other platforms like hootsuite it's a little bit pricier on the pricier end but i mean it does it gets the job done and it's definitely good for if you have multiple clients um on your like roster i don't know if maybe they're like a social media manager maybe they're handling five plus different accounts definitely invest in a scheduling tool uh so that you can post on be behalf of them without having to log into their social media every day unless you know you're doing engagement then of course you're gonna have to do that but if you're just managing their accounts and just posting for them then i would definitely say invest in a platform like hootsuite um there's sprout and there's really there's a ton out there what other things um do you think are useful create a strategy and then um 
and then kind of like build towards the anticipation of buying your your products. So what you can do with that is get a general idea of what your goal is for that month or three months. You can do it in quarters. You can do it monthly, whichever one that you decide. And then create content around that specific offer or that specific pillar. And then um, from there, you can create like, for instance, it's called like repurposing content repurposing you can create like one newsletter or one blog post and then from that blog post you can break it down into like seven pieces of content like single posts and then you can make carousels out of that and then you can create video content out of that and really it's just repurposing that one piece of content across like different kinds of media and so it's a great way to save time create consistent content that's around the same topic and then um and then all you have to do is just schedule it from there. So yeah, I would definitely say like repurposing content, sticking to like one pillar or not one pillar, but create like a list of pillars of what you want to focus on and then creating content surrounding that to help you. Yeah, that's, that's smart. I love, um, I love when things can be easy like that, like for the repurposing. Um, it's such a time saver. I'm a huge, huge believer in saving time. So like even with any systems in your business, like automations and stuff like that right and I get that it's not always doable but yeah if you can repurpose stuff I think that's huge mm -hmm. yeah and what also kind of goes into that is like organizing your stuff so um if you have like five blog posts that you've already posted in the past have it all together and then um kind of shift through it and see what you what pieces you can pull out of there you know maybe it's an article you can pull out a quote from there and then you can create a video around the same topic and it's really just about making it less difficult for you in terms of having to create new ideas because I don't know about you but there's some days where I am just completely like struck like I don't have any creative juices flowing in my brain I just don't have like that and like going that flow, that creativity flow that people call it. And so like really d relying on my old pieces of content and then repurposing them has saved my butt so many times. Why don't you tell everyone how they can find you if they want to follow you? Yeah, so I'm on a total of three platforms mainly. So Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Um, I have a group there. So if you... Um, I would say the number one way to find me would be Instagram. That's where I hang out all the time. I go on lives. I go on stories. You can find me there. You can DM me questions. Uh, it's Instagram.com slash keeping it social underscore. Um, I know the underscore is kind of like, oh, but somebody had my name before. So I couldn't change it. <laughs> oh, that's another, that's another thing. So if I could give somebody else a piece of advice is, you know, check to see before you create a business name, check to see that. The name is, can be consistent on all social media platforms. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would never yeah. think of that. Yeah, that's, like, crucial. And I, like, struggled with that with my Instagram. But I was like, you know what? This is the only one that's going to be different. But it's okay because I really like Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to have to deal with it. But, yeah, that's – yeah, definitely check the name on all social media platforms and make sure that it can be consistent across all the platforms. <laughs> and if And even if you don't utilize the platform, just claim it because you never know, like, you know, you might not use TikTok now, but maybe in like 10 years, you might want to create one. So just, I would say just do create it. it and then, yeah, just like forget about it if you're not going to use it. But remember the logins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it was so great to talk to you today. Um, I will link all of your details in the show notes so that people can find you and they can connect with you. Yeah, definitely. And again, like 
definitely reach out to me on Instagram if you have any questions. I have some freebies on my website, so um, they'll be linked down below if you want to check them out. Um, but thank you so much, Megan. I really appreciated uh, talking with you. It was super fun. Join me for my morning coffee every Thursday morning where I will discuss all things entrepreneurship, marketing, and how to succeed online. I can't wait for you to join me next Thursday.